What's up, everyone, and welcome to Good Morning on Purpose, a daily podcast that aims to evoke a sense of positivity and possibility in your day. This is my first ever attempt at podcasting and serves as a process for me personally to overcome some obstacles and difficulties that I've experienced over the last many years, months, or even days. If nothing else, I can promise a positive or motivational message, an atmosphere of honesty, and a friendly hello from someone you've likely never met. Although there are many things in life that are likely out of your control, your perspective is yours alone, and from that perspective, the choices we make and the things we think impact our daily outcomes. So with that in mind, and without further ado, from me to you... Good morning. Today is Sunday, February 25th. 2024 and it's in the upper 30s today and as it's sunday it's a rest day for me i still got up managed to get a walk in meditate and drink a little bit of caffeine along with a daily cup of ice cold water but for the next week or two i'll only be able to lift 10 pounds and i'm not supposed to bend over past heart level so not as much exercise or physical activity as i'd like for the next few days to jump into my topic for today on my rest days, I go through an exercise that so far I've called 3, 2, 1, go. You come up with three things that you love or passionate about, and recently I've changed it to three positive changes you'd like to see in the world, as well as two things that you can do for this upcoming week that may impact or positively affect your outcomes this week, and one thing that you can sit for a few minutes and find yourself feeling truly grateful for. So to jump right in, here are my three. My first idea that I was thinking about this morning is an increase to the buy one, give one, or one for one concept in businesses and services. There are times when you can go to a coffee, sh- a coffee shop, for example. Sometimes you can go into a coffee shop, for example, and someone has paid forward. They've paid extra money to cover your order. This is a really cool, fun act of charity, and it's mirrored by some companies that donate glasses or shoes, for example, when you buy a pair of glasses or a pair of shoes or a certain amount of clothing or even food items at a certain place, they'll donate an equivalent item to someone in need. I think that this is a fantastic system, although, of course, certain things have a cost. If items cost a certain amount and you're paying for that item and then that item is donated somewhere else, the company kind of takes the hit for that charity. Whereas if someone decides to pay double, so pay double for their membership or buy twice the amount of food or donate a 20 for someone else's next cup of coffee, they're paying extra. So the cost has to come from somewhere. It's either going to come from the business or it's going to come from the customers. I would love to see certain businesses, like large businesses, hit a certain goal for income in a month or a year, and then go into a system where a percentage of everything else that they make goes towards this buy one, give one, or one for one policy. I think it can even have positive benefits for the business as people who are interested in giving to charity or who have more charitable or altruistic ideals might patronize that company more often. People who offer services, particularly allied health practitioners like massage therapists or personal trainers, possibly dietitians, anyone who offers a service that someone might really need but may not have the insurance coverage, for example, or the funds out of pocket to receive services like that, may have an opportunity to impact their mental and physical health. Another thing that would be great to see more of would be the restoration of degraded ecosystems. I spoke, I think, yesterday about how there's a company that will take your remains and turn you essentially into part of a coral reef to help restore coral reefs, which are all dying out all across the world. You can do the same with a variety of ecosystems, including forests. 
and I can't begin to know what would need to go into that, although it's a rabbit hole I am planning on diving into today. But I saw an article somewhere the other day about the Puffin Man, a guy in Maine who committed himself for decades to restoring the prevalence of puffins on the coast of the state. And um, at the time that he first came up with this concept, he was kind of ridiculed, but I believe that he's been successful in restoring that population to that particular ecosystem. It would just be very cool to see that happen all over the world as we are losing species and ecosystems all the time. And third, although this is a really probably controversial, I think that there, it would be great to have a kind of universal education platform that's free and open to the public that provides education on topics that at least go from K through 12. You don't necessarily have to pay anything for it. You're able to go through and learn and maybe you incorporate some light adaptive AI technology that can kind of parse through your learning style, your habits, your speed, identify some of your strengths and weaknesses and get you at least up to a high school education, not through sixth grade or ninth grade, but all the way up through 12. There could even be work incentives for people who complete this program or who do it every year or every few years to keep their chops up and could include advanced sciences like chemistry and biology and physics and even mathematics, which most people forget a whole lot of by the time they're in their 30s or their 40s. This could also really help people with changing careers or going back to school when they've been in the workforce for long periods of time and may also help people stay fresh and up to date on how sciences have changed or their emerging technologies or, or new tactics or strategies for learning certain things. Two things that I think that I want to do this week that will have a positive impact on my week and probably my year. The first one is I'm going to set certain goals for certain benchmarks in the year this year. I've talked about doing a season two of this podcast and that helps me divide this idea into chunks. This is, we're coming up on the end of my second month and I moved a little bit away from the health tips idea. I've managed to provide one most days, but sometimes it's a little difficult to come up with a tip that is as robust as I'd like. So I'm excited to come up with a different concept for March that's a little bit more free flowing and comes from my head so that I don't have to spend an hour or two deep diving into what I want to talk about that day. Not that I have to do those things, but it's kind of just what happens. So I'm going to set certain goals for certain goals to accomplish by the end of the year that are based on things that I've already established in this year. For example, this podcast and writing uh, certain things with my business and then certain aspects of my vision. Some of these goals are more recreational or life goals. And some of them are day-to-day -day goals about how I'm going to approach food or physical activity or work or again these extra things that I'm working on and the second thing I'm going to do this week although I need to take it easy because I'm still technically in recovery from the procedure just a few days ago I'm going to go see things that I couldn't see before in the last couple of years even going to places like museums or national parks was a little challenging well it's been challenging because my procedure for the right eye was only in November and before that I couldn't really see much at all even something as silly or simple as going to the movies could prove to be a really enjoyable experience, having two eyes again, and even more so whenever I finally manage to get glasses. So this week, I'm going to take some time to figure out what things I can go do and see, and this will also help me gauge and set a marker for my underlying condition that I also have, as that has been progressing all this time as well, and I need to get a better idea and understanding of what and how I can see. And finally, the thing that I'm grateful for is very easy this week. I'm very grateful for the advances in medicine and specifically for the team at the Johns Hopkins Wilmer Eye Center who were able to not only 
work on my cataracts for me, but start the process of identifying and understanding the underlying condition that I've got, the impact it's got on my life, how it's progressed over the last few years, and coming up with strategies for what to do next. In addition to this, the research on this condition has advanced a whole lot over the years, and getting a better understanding of where that research is, what I might be able to be a part of, and what I should do in the meantime, helps me adjust my sights just a little bit on not goals for just this month or this year, but the coming years, and it also helps me look back on the things that I've done so far, and sort of serves as a reminder and a bit of validation for why I've done things the way I have so far. Healthcare in the United States can be a tricky thing to navigate, and at times you don't have access to the things that you might need in order to achieve the best health outcomes. I was fortunate enough to find the right doctors in the right facility for me personally, given where I'm at and what I was going through. And I know from some groups that I've joined and some people that I've spoken with that a lot of people don't have access to this level of help or assistance or end up in worse situations than I ended up in in the last couple of years. So I'm truly grateful for that. And that's it for today. Keeping it nice and simple, just three, two, one, and you go about your day. I strongly recommend that you take time to do this, and you can change the three, the two, and the one if you'd like. But having a record, whether it's something that you've said to someone or something that you've written down, every week of gratitude, intention about your week, and then an overall zoomed out perspective of who you are or how you'd like the world to be, can serve as a rewarding and reflective exercise. Doing this on a weekly basis is sure to help you have a good morning on purpose. The music today was by Scott Buckley, and you can find more information in the show notes. Additionally, that email address that I set up, goodmorningonpurpose at gmail.com, is still good, and I am still working on a website, as I promised several weeks ago. As my eyes continue to heal and I work on figuring out some other things related to my vision and process, I'll be able to reasonably commit to even more ways of ex- improving this experience for you and for myself. I'm dedicated to making this project as effective and enjoyable as possible, and I appreciate you listening. I'll catch you in the next episode.